Hello, what's up, my musical internet friends? It's your host, Jacob Berenger, back here again with another another episode of Jam Session. Thank you all for tuning back in for this second edition. Sorry it's been a while, but now we're back, and we're back with the vengeance. Lots of new content coming out. So I explained to you what this would kind of be, um, this show would be about, um, so now we're going to move into kind of the review side of this podcast. So I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving yesterday. It is fall, as we all know, and with fall comes some pretty great albums and some pretty meh albums. So we're going to be breaking down a lot of the notable albums that came out this fall. Now the cutoff is about September. Um, so... Um, a lot of the August albums like Solar Power, Donda, um, pretty sure Certified Lover Boy um, does not make the cut. So, um, yeah, let's get into my top six um, albums that were notable. Now, that's, that's not saying these are my top six favorite albums of this fall, but these are the six most notable albums that came out this fall, and I'm going to be reviewing all six of them. All right, so let's get right into it. With my last up runner, my sixth place, I'm going to have Adele's 30. Now, please don't hurt me, Adele fans, but the the deal with Adele for me is is that, um, to be honest with her, it's the first single that comes out from her album. And then I don't think of anything else. I don't even check out the album um, when it comes out, but the main single single is always super good. I feel that it's almost like she's just making the rest of the album so she can, she can promote the, the single further because I mean, easy on me. Oh my gosh. Got me so excited for her new album. I, I I was head over heels for this to finally come out. November 19th, that was all that was on my mind. Then it came out, I was in school, and I listened to it, and I was disappointed. I was really disappointed. Um, so I only keep going back to Easy On Me, that's my favorite, um, on the album. And I really can't even finish another one of her songs off of the album. Wish I could. Um, but yeah, that is my sixth runner up easy on me. Best part of it. Um, and then we're going to go to our fifth spot and we're going to have more to talk about on these. I don't know as much with the Adele. So, um, that's kind of unfair for me to, to be saying this, but, I, uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say on the whole, um, Adele album, except for the easy on me was the best part that came out of it. And then in my fifth favorite spot, I'm going to have Red because I was not super excited for this to come out. It was the whole like, you know, she's re-releasing these to to get her money back. And um, I think it's super cool. But, you know, they're, most of the songs are just re-recorded. I would, my, my anticipation for this was not as high as I guess it should have been. Because All Too Well was really cool. But here on the on, on the music podcast that we're talking about, 
I mean, we can talk about other things than music, but mainly music podcasts, this would be my fifth favorite because it's it's already songs that I've already heard, you know. Um, some, some are new, like the All Too Well, like 10 Minute, and there, there's there's a couple more that she uh, um, released out of the, the vault, I guess um, you would say. Um, but I... I really, the only thing that I really liked out of all this was um, her her music video that Blake Lively directed and Miles Tellers was in it. Uh, I, that was really cool and um, I really liked it. And then the Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink um, duo in the All Too Well 10 minute um, short film thingy, I thought that was super cool. But music wise, I was not like, Oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing. I thought it was I think I, I, I thought it was, you know, exactly what Red Taylor's version should have been. Um so yeah, that is going to take my fifth place. Um mainly I'm I'm kind of annoyed about the whole Jake Gyllenhaal being um fans getting mad at him for no apparent reason. Um yeah, the dude's you know, got a dating weird ages problem, but you know, that's never a reason to cancel anyone. Now, usually there's never a valid reason to, you know, totally tune someone out when, when there is bad things, we should probably not give them the platform that they have. Um, and they don't deserve, but I don't think that a relationship is the, the criteria to to uh shut someone out but this man's an amazing actor almost i think he's oscar nominated let me look it up uh google jake john hall oscar see if he got if he got um he did not get nominated for an oscar um but he is an amazing actor. Um, so, sorry, my brother's in the background yelling for my mom. Okay, that is our fifth place spot for all six of these albums. Red, we have uh, in sixth place, we have um, 30 by Adele. Fifth place, we have Red Taylor's version. And then fourth place, this one was a difficult decision, but I'm going to put Phineas's Optimus. Don't don't get mad at me, all right? Because this is out of six, all right? I really, really did like this. There was just a couple of things that I had nitpicks about. Um, 90s was an awesome song. I uh, loved a concert six months from now. Um the kids are all dying is great. Um, the only thing is just a lot of the songs on here were just not like interesting enough to like super stand out. It just kind of all felt like a, a blend of a style. Um, and Phineas, don't get me wrong. He's an outstanding producer and all of his stuff is super good. Um, I just think 
um, some of the stuff on here is not his strongest stuff. Um, I haven't listened to it a, enough times to to really form an opinion on it. But if it really didn't capture me and make me put it, um, a lot of the songs on the playlist, it's not it's not a favorite album of mine. Um, but Phineas is an amazing producer. Some of the stuff on here, I I don't know if it was just me listening on um, on my AirPods, if it didn't sound right, but some of the stuff just wasn't hitting as hard as I know it should have been. Um, but we also saw that kind of on Happier Than Ever with, with Billie Eilish, which came out this summer, right? That's not, that's not a runner up, right? Um, let me just look it up. Happier than ever. Yeah, it was in the summer, July 30th, which that was a pretty good album. Yeah. But like I'm going to say later in, in multiple episodes, when it comes to Billie Eilish, Phineas is the key to her success. And I think if she moved on to a different producer, it would not sound as good as it does with um without with Phineas. So um let's move on to our third favorite spot of these fall albums. For this one, I'm going to have to go with Music of the Spheres um by Coldplay. Um I Gave this its second run through today and automatically put a lot of the songs on my playlist the second time through. Um, I think it's got some really cool parts, um, interesting new sounds, super cool aesthetic to the entire album. Um, but I think the reason it's not like top two would just be because... Um, some of the like the 10 minute song at, at the end just like wasn't super interesting um and no i i mean i guess that may be the only reason but you know i, I haven't like grown on like cold play like they're not like yes i'm in I'm, I'm in love with cold play i i i just think of like cold play as you know it's cold play um but I really did enjoy this album, so it's definitely making the top three out of all of these fall albums. And then it came down to two. Um, oh, wait. One more thing on Music of the Spheres. I was super happy to see Jacob Collier on here. He is one of my favorite artists. He's so unique, um, super talented, too. I'll say it, and I'll say it, and I'll say it over again. Jacob Collier is one of the most talented musicians alive right now. He is so knowledgeable with musical theory and interesting with how he implements that into making a modern sound. And I, I just, it works. Um, so I was super happy to hear him on on the emoji heart thing. I don't know. It's, it's super cool that they, they were able to do that. I didn't know that was like permissible um, to to do on streaming services, but top two, here we go. Ed Sheeran's equals. Oh my gosh. So good. Um, 
there's not a lot of bad things to say about this. Um, and, um, although there is some weird stuff, like the, the bad habits music video, I was like, no, <laughs> no, thank you. It's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good song, but I, I could definitely see he was trying to do something that, um, is not in the style of Ed Sheeran. That would be something for, for a different person, I, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I was glad that he stepped out of his comfort zone for this one. I think the album art looks super cool. Yeah, we didn't really talk about album art on this, but Optimus, that has a weird thing. Music of the Spheres, I kind of talked upon that with um, aesthetic and emojis. I think it looks really cool. But yeah, <laughs> the the album art is a big um hit or miss thing with me. I, I, I sometimes won't even get around to listening to albums if they don't have a good cover. But this one had a pretty cool cover, and I like his whole vibe with um, having symbols as his, uh, as his album titles. Um, but yes, equals Tide Shivers, um, Overpass Graffiti, Two Step, um, Love in Slow Motion, Visiting Hours, um, shivers. I, pr I probably already said that overpass graffiti. It's so good. Oh, and first times, first times was probably like my second favorite on this entire album. Um, those slow acoustics with, um, beautiful melodies and a beautiful ginger's voice always, always get me. But Ed Sheeran is a super talented musical writer. Um, and he definitely stepped out of his comfort zone um, we also see it, saw him do that with number five collaborations, but you know, this one was definitely a lot different. Um, and I was kind of happy to see it. I was kind of happy to see a modern version of Ed Sheeran. Um, but yeah, all in all, this was a solid album and definitely is, um, up to the quality of rest of the rest of Ed Sheeran's stuff. So good job. Um, Ed, and then to our final album, this one just made the cut, but I also want to include the deluxe songs that they added with the deluxe version. So if we're doing that, we're going after the deluxe, um, release date, which was just recently, I think last month. And that is Laney's GGBBXX deluxe. If we're going to go with that, um, this, uh, okay, Laney has been on my radar since Malibu Nights, and then Mama's Boy came out, blew me away with the new sounds that they were taking and the beautiful um, imagery and um, relatability with their lyrics. I, I love Laney um, so much. Um, almost saw one of their shows, um, got turned away at the door, just, you know, um, some reasons personal, um, but you can probably guess, <laughs> um, if, uh, out of all this craziness that is happening in the world right now, but anyways, I, uh, um, love them so much, so much, um, and I was super happy to finally get some new good old pop Laney, um, after having the, the country stuff on Mama's Boy. And 
boy, did they do that. Uh, Dancing in the Kitchen came out first, blew me away with, you know, like a happy song from Lainey. I was like, what? And then also being relatable to, you know, like that feeling of loving someone so much that you can, it doesn't matter where you are. I love those kind of, uh, those kind of love songs. And then up to me, DNA demo, rollover baby, never mind, let's break up. Just these amazing singles that they were putting out and then boom, album comes out and then get away. We get it. We get X and, uh, X I never had till I don't care less somewhere the the full DNA DNA version and then eventually we end up getting the deluxe version which includes the amazing Kelsia Baller Baller Ballerini I hope I'm saying that right I can never pronounce her her name but she has some really good stuff and then an introduction of a of a kind of rookie um I, I don't I don't know anything about him he kind of came out of the blue 2020 kid and Laney on stupid feelings which was an amazing song, definitely a bop. And the remixes were really cool too. They include the DNA demo. I'm working my way from the bottom up. And then the older you get, the less you cry. Not my favorite, um, but still really good. Um, They don't make them like you anymore. Definitely a freaking bop. I loved that song. I didn't lie. Dude, I don't know how they are possibly getting into my mind but they are literally reading it and they're writing a song about everything that i'm going through in my life it's crazy remember that awesome song i die first definitely my favorite out of all of the deluxe stuff that came out and then out of, out of the original album the weakest was the last song um track 12 one minute left to live i just i wasn't really fond of it um live it down was probably the next one um off and then all, all of the rest of them are basically tied because they're all they're all bops that um you know get me in my feels at the same time so laney you did it and you took the number one spot out of all of the fall albums released so that probably means i should probably get your vinyl now that i'm thinking about it um which we'll have an episode about vinyls too eventually um and we're also going to talk upon most anticipated new albums coming out. But thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Um, and I will see you guys in the next one. Keep jamming. <laughs>